Hello and welcome to the Flat Season Podcast in association with Betfair. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Ryan Moore on the line. And Ryan, I was just thinking there as we got ready to, to, to press the record button here, whatever about the horses, we're, we're in a much better place than we've been in recent years doing this. Two years ago, we were in full lockdown with no racing. Last year, I think you were stuck in a bubble somewhere in Rose Green, uh, tried to avoid COVID. And at least now we're, we're up and running. We're back to something approaching normality. And looking ahead to the to a great flat season, hopefully. Yeah, no, it's 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 been nice to go to uh, uh like Epsom yesterday. There was a good crowd and camping on Bank Holiday Monday. There's a massive crowd. Newbury had a good crowd Saturday. Um, you know, it's nice nice to see people returning to the races and ho- hopefully um the weather's good and that will continue and uh, we'll get a few more people going racing again and, and enjoying it. Yeah, and the spring's probably been a little bit different for you this year, Ryan, in that you, you've been able to get over Mac a lot more to Valley Doyle, over Mac to, to ride over here a bit more. Um, one assumes that can only be beneficial for the year ahead. Yeah, no, I, I love coming over to Ireland. It's always, it's always great for me to go to Valley Doyle and um, enjoy my racing in Ireland. This year, the way it's worked with, um, I suppose, Easter being so late, everything seems to be pushed back a little bit and Ireland started a bit... Um, you know, there was more happening in Ireland the first couple of weeks than, than there was in the UK for sure. But uh, we're, we're going over to uh, Tipperary tomorrow. So we're looking forward to that and, and probably Navin the weekend. Good, good. And I suppose, Ryan, we, we better start with the classics. And just, just in general terms, like one assumes it, it's been quite a kind um, April, certainly in March, weather wise. You know, that you, you've spent so long now riding these classic prospects in the springtimes over the years. One assumes this year has been quite kind for them. Yeah, obviously the weather's been pretty much, you know, it's been very good, really. Um, so everyone's in the same boat. I think every, no one's really had any holds up with the weather. And it uh, looks like most of the horse will be going there in good shape, I think, and as the traders would like them to be. Good. We have a week and a half to go into the new market, Ryan. You know, excitement levels are lifting. We've we've seen uh, some of the opposition out in trials, etc. But I'm sure the focus of your mind at the minute are the, the three-year-old Colts and sure where else to start. But with uh, the unbeaten Luxembourg, um, who's going to go for the guineas, it seems. Um, looking back on last year, Ryan, how, how did you you only got on him for his last of three starts. How did you assess his campaign last year? Yeah, I mean, look, he was he, he was very impressive when he won first time up in Kalani. He was super in the Beresford and um, he won the racing post trophy despite, you know, being stuck on the wing into a bit of a headwind and having to take it up a little bit earlier than what I would have liked to have done. It was quite a slowly run race and the Johnson horse stopped going and uh, so he kind of had to move a little bit early but he was always in control in the race which is what I like and he, sh- he showed um, plenty of pace in, in, many, in many regards he reminded me Gave me a very similar feel to what Saxon Warrior did when when he won the um, Racing Post Trophy and he went on to win a Guineas. I think he's definitely um, going there as with legitimate chance, and uh, you know I'd be hopeful he would. He, he has the pace for it. I think it's looking quite a, a strong Guineas, um, but we're, we're very very happy with him, and um, he looks fantastic. So yeah, roll on next week. Yeah. yeah, and I suppose he's by Camelot, I suppose, Ryan, and people would maybe pigeonhole him as maybe a, one that might be better over further. But I remember there was a great little bit of info came out of his win in the Burst first that, that he ran the last three furlongs 0.4 of a second faster than Art Power did on the same day. I know it was a steadily run Burst first, but 
it's uh, must be, must be good to know that he has that sort of gear in him when it, when it's needed. Yeah, look, he's that them sectionals. They, they sometimes they, they make you, you know you wonder. You see you see things like that happening in the champion sprint at Ascot and the, the champion stakes being quicker on you know on the same day. Um, but his horse isn't short of speed, so um, we're, we're we're happy that he has the pace for it. But it's going to be a tough race. It looks a strong field. But he's done nothing wrong, and he has every right to go there. With with um, um, we have every right to have high hopes for him. And I suppose Newmarket is is a slightly different type of track to what he's met so far. Would you have any? Like I, I assume you'd hope he'd have the balance, etc. For it, he, he seems quite a big colt. He, he is, but he's very light on his feet, and um, he's a very, as you said, he's very well balanced. He's a very good mover. Um, I, I think he'll be, he'll be it shouldn't cause any major problems for him. And uh, yeah, looking forward to him. Yeah, and I know it's always a little bit dangerous to look too far down the line, but I suppose it's only natural with, with a code like him, with his pedigree, etc., to to speculate about how a, a derby trip might suit him. You know, do you think we we've talked about his pace? You know, do you think he has the the tractability and temperament to give himself a, a good chance of getting a mile and a half if, if he's asked to do it? Yeah, I mean, in, in his work at home, he's he's very relaxed, and um, we took him to the car there. A month ago, well, three weeks ago, and uh, he he switches off very well. You'd be hopeful of him staying a bit further, um, but I think it's it's right to start him at, in the Guineas, and let, let's hope he runs a, a good race and a promising race, and he can move forward from there. Perfect. And you mentioned that piece of work at the Curra three weeks ago. I know Aidan mentioned afterwards that uh, Point Lonsdale was in the same piece of work. It was the same the first time that the two of them had worked together. And, you know, Aidan seemed quite, quite happy with, with Point Lonsdale. That they worked in well with Luxembourg. And he certainly, uh, in his media morning a few weeks ago, he certainly wasn't uh, discouraging anyone with a view to his prospects this year. No, he's. We've always held him in the highest regard. Um, you know, he, he got beat by Native Trail on his last start in the National Stakes, but that was seven on. On um, they give it as good, but it was a bit slower than that on the day. And but he, he has won. He won very soft ground at Ascot, and he won on soft ground in the uh, in the uh, Futurity, I think it was. But for me, the most the best feel we gave he was on quick ground in the Tyros over seven and I was always of the opinion that he wanted better ground and I was always of the opinion that he'd be a lot happier when he goes a mile so mm. not a um, he's not a forlorn chance at all um, yeah, look, he's got work to do to turn around with native trail but I'm very sure he'd be a lot happier going a mile and I think he'd be happier on, on um, quicker ground he, he gaps with his head out and he's got, he's got quite a low action and I think he was winning in spite of background last year. Yeah, and I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it, Ryan, because I watched back all those races again this morning, and I, I just can't help but feel now, having watched them literally all the starts one after the other, like, I, I didn't think he looked quite the same horse in the national stakes. Like, God, it, it took him a long time to get past Ebro River, you know, one of Joseph's that, that's still a maiden was kind of finishing up his tail. Like, was there any hint of like flatness or, or anything about him that day to, to, to make one hopeful that he just wasn't quite himself on the day? Yeah. I, 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 at the end of the day, we never took him back to trap after that. Um, and I, I don't know why, but 
I, I got a feeling Aiden felt he wasn't at his best and he'd done quite a lot. He, you know, he was he won at Royal Ascot and um, he was out early. So, you know, maybe maybe he was just going through, as I say, he's very long striding horse. He catches with his head out and he was never comfortable that day. So I don't think we saw the best from either. And I, I'm, I'm, I still have a lot of faith in the horse. Yeah, and like you say, he was out early. He won, he won the Chesham. And I suppose when you put that in the context of what he is, you know, he's an Australia full brother to Broom. You know, there wasn't the horse until he was really a three and four year old. You know, one, you'd have to be very hopeful that going a mile, you know, another winter under him, that um, that, that we'll see more from him this year. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, look, I think they're, they're two, him and Luxembourg are two very good coats. And um, we kind of have to get them started. And I'm sure they, they, they both have, you know, they, they both have big futures ahead still. So I'd be, I'd be happy that, that both of them um, should be winning nice races in the future. And is there any question of who you'll ride at Newmarket, Ryan, assuming they both get there and everything goes straight forward between now and then? Um, well, we'll, we haven't talked about it yet. Um, but, but, you know, there's, there's, there's not much between either of them. And um, I suppose it's probably more likely I'd ride Luxembourg at the moment. Um, but, you know, we'll have that discussion at some point shortly, I would have thought. Perfect. And then, Ryan, moving on to the more, um, the more, I suppose, typical derby types, you know, that there's always a few unexposed ones knocking around at this time of year that are about to run in trials, etc. I've just picked out a few of them, hoping you can give us some detail on them. Um, Stone Age, um, you wrote him plenty last year. Um, you won, uh, you blatantly won a maiden on him at Navin a few weeks ago, but he has Group 1 form in the book. You know, could, could he potentially develop into a derby contender, do you think? Yeah, he he's he's always been a horse that's um, worked like a good horse. He gave me a very good feel, and it's only Navin, but he felt in great shape. And uh, you know, he he ran some good races last year. Again, he was having to run back in background in France, which I don't think really suited him. And uh, it was nice for him to go and win at Navin, and I expect you probably see him in a, in a trial in the future. And he seemed quite raw at times last year, and even later in his runs. I remember one day he jumped the road with you on, on Champions Weekend at Leopardstown and just got narrowly beaten that day. Did you, did you feel he was a, kind of a, a work in progress, or was that just one of those things? Yeah, no, he he, he definitely was learning all the time. Um, he, he is quite a big horse, and he was quite raw, and he was certainly more professional at Navin. And um, I suppose all that racing he'd done it to stood in a good stead. And hopefully now he'll start to fulfill his potential. Okay. And another one, Ryan, is Akel. Um, anyone looking for him there? It's A-I-K-H-A-L. And you didn't ride him last year. He, he was a close fourth in the Criterium International in St. Clue at the back end. Um, but have you sat on him at home this spring? And would you be looking forward to him? Yeah, he, he ran a good race um, twice, once at Newmarket and then... And, uh, and then in France, um, I, I, I'm not sure what the plans are with him, but uh, he, he's he's there. I think he's going well, and um, I expect he'll be be out in a in a trial as well in the next few weeks. 
Yeah, I noted actually the, the eventually them in the in the amateur stakes uh, over a mile for against older horses, which is quite interesting. It might, might hint that he, he they might be considering that he has a bit more uh, pace that than I'm maybe giving him credit for. But um, I thought myself, I thought God, he was taking a step forward with every run, and he he could he was one of those that could be um, potentially a nice one. Yeah, no, he he's he's a sweet horse, and I, I've I've sat on him a couple of times. He's he's working nicely, so. Hopefully, um, but we'll see him not, not too far away now. Lovely. Um, and another one was River Thames, uh, son of Churchill. Uh, I liked him a lot last season, Ryan. There, there wasn't a whole lot of, of two-year-old Colts and Bally Doyle winning on debut around the time he started off, but he was able to run down changing of the guard who, who had the benefit of two runs. You know, I thought that was a very promising start for him. Yeah, he's he's, he's a lovely horse. Um, big, big, strong Colt. Um Again, he, he he's he's been going really nicely, and I believe he he's been declared to run at Sandown on Friday in the um in the classic trial. Um, so he, he's straight up to a mile and a quarter. I'd be hopeful of him running a, a big race. Um, I'm sure he will improve uh, with the experience, but um, he done well to get the job done on debut, and uh, yeah, he, he he's he's certainly an interesting horse now. Excellent. And one that um, Aidan caused a bit of a stir in his media morning, he, he was talking quite highly of Waterville, who at the time we hadn't seen at all. He was seemingly worked very well that day. You mentioned at the Curra three weeks ago. Um, he was beaten on his debut at the Curra, but how did you assess that? And w- would you still be hopeful he could uh, develop into a, a very good horse? Yeah, no, look, he, he still gave me a, a good film today. It was a, it was a messy race. Um, we ended up being back on the fence and the pace was slow and I had the opportunity to come out early and I didn't want to expose him and go around horses with four and a half to run. I thought we'd take the opportunity to teach him a bit and we got held in a pocket and then the the, the winner was, um, he quickened up and he was gone. I'm sure he'll come on plenty for it. He's, I know he's, uh, he's plenty of ability. I think that run would have done the world good and I wouldn't be losing faith in him and I think he'll, he he certainly has the, the talent to, to make it to a, a real, really nice call. Okay, and changing tack slightly to to some to one of the faster two-year-olds, I suppose, or three-year-olds, I should say, is Catamosto. And there was great chat about him this time last year. He ended up being a bit disappointing in the railway stakes and didn't appear since, but he, he has entries at the weekend. Would you would you be hopeful he could maybe make up into a Commonwealth Cup horse or something like that? Yeah, I hope so. I think he's he's entered at Navan and um I think he might go there, all being well. He's he's worked nicely. Um he's done very well from two to three. He looks like he's he's grown and um you know he's he's got a nice shape to him. Um, it'd be great to get him back, and hopefully he can he can start to make up for lost time. And now before we move on from the three-year-old Colts, Ryan, I'm going to have to tap you up on, on some of the opposition because it, it looks like the way this season is shaping up, it looks like it's going to be yourself and the the, the Bally Doyle team knocking heads with Godolphin and Charlie Appleby all season. So you look to have two um, proper opposition in the Guineas and the Early Classics in Native Trail and Corribus. Um, two, in my mind, two quite different calls. Uh, how have you liked them so far? Yeah, you can't can't fault what Native Trail has done. I thought he was um, he was very impressive 
through the last bottom in the Craven. He's shown that he handles the track, he gets the trip. Um, you know, it looks like he's had a perfect preparation and, you know, he, he's he's going to be a, a hard hard horse to beat. Caribus is probably, it's, you're always looking for potential and um, I suppose he looks a very exciting horse. He, he won the Autumn Stakes after narrowly losing out in the Royal Lodge. Um, you know, Charlie's obviously been anxious to keep a lid on him. Uh, yeah, they're, they're two good colts, and I thought the horse actually won in America last year. Um, Modern Games was it? He, he looked very good as well. He, he won the uh, Somerville. They're, they're three good colts, and uh, yeah, uh, they, they, they certainly have a strong hand in that division. And just as a matter of interest now, going into a race like the 2000 Guineas, let's let's assume everything else is equal, but you look at the likes of Native Trail, who seems quite behind the bridle and, and is very strong late in his races, and Coribus, who's a strong traveller that can quicken and has almost found himself getting there too early in his starts. If I gave you the choice of the, the type, all else being equal on, on ability, you know, going into a race like the 2000 Guineas, which would you prefer to ride? Well, if they were equal on ability, then you'd say Caribus, but you're not sure if they are. Mm. So, yeah, you know, like, like, like he's 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 a bit to find, really, um, with Native Trail. Um, I, I like the way Native Trail races. It's not always ideal at Newmarket, one that can race lazy down the dip. Um, but he's handled it twice in you know in the Dewhurst and in the Craven, and he's he's finished off very strong. The, the other horse, yeah, admittedly, he's exciting. Um, and he probably shows more at home as well. Um, but but he's still got to go and do it. It's, look, it's a tough call for William, but I, I suppose you have to go with the, the horse that's already been there and, 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 and proved it. Yeah, I tell you, it's teeing up to be a hell of a 2,000 guineas now. I know I'm certainly looking forward to it. I know that you are as well. But for the time being, Ryan, we're going to move on to the Phillies. Um, the, the, the different sort of profiles here, but I think that it's fair to say the main 1,000 guineas prospect from Ballydoyle, certainly at this stage, um, is Tenebrism. And you rode her in the Cheverly Park. It's kind of well established. She she had a setback after her impressive debut and expectations didn't seem to be all that high going into new market. It, it seemed to be a bit of a starting point, but uh, how, how surprised were you and how impressed were you? Yeah, you, you had, had to be impressed. Look, at the, the race, it, it may have um folded um, favourably four on the day but for a filly to be off from the, uh, the last Sunday in March until October I think it was was it mm. um, late September I think yeah um, yeah you know to, to go and win the back of one start is um, it, it was very impressive and I think she's she has something a bit different um, mm. she uh she, she just always finishes off her work so strongly. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, she's an exciting filly to ride, and uh, I'd be, I'd be looking forward to ride her this year. I think, I think she, she just has a, a, a slightly, um, she's, she's unusual. So, she, she's, she's exciting. 
And I, I suppose the main question about her, Ryan, with a view to Newmarket, is her stamina. You know, she she won the Chivalry Park over six, obviously. She's, she's a fast strider, but looking at her, like she seems to, you know, be behind the bridle, you know, both the times we've seen her. So do, do you think she'll give herself a good chance of getting the trip? Yeah, she's very relaxed. I think she will give herself every chance to stay. Obviously, the dam got the mile well. She was a very good met uh, filly. Um, she won the coronation. Mm, immortal verse. Yeah. Um, and I always thought Caravaggio would have been better going seven. Um, you know, I always thought he would get get that. You know, he, was a, he won over five, but I thought he could get he could stretch out a bit further. Um, I'm I'm hopeful that she she would say that. Yeah, she she's definitely the X factor going into the race. I think it's fair to say because we, we only so know much about her compared to some of the other leading contenders, and with with the unknown with the stamina, etc., it makes for for quite an exciting prospect. Yeah, no, she's 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 exciting. Mm. And then look, Tuesday is a filly we should definitely talk about, Ryan. Um, you rode her in both her starts, separated by a long period of time, obviously. Um, look, reading an interview with Aiden over the weekend, he seems to be leaning towards an Oaks trial rather than the 1000 Guineas. Um, how do you assess her at the minute? Uh, I've always loved Tuesday. I've always thought if there was a, a filly in the yard that could kind of, you know, um, put up a sequence and, and sort of follow in some of the. You know the other stable stars who prints it'd be it'd be her. You know she's from that she's out of Lily Langtree's sister to Minding and um, she she does everything nicely. Um, she she was unfortunately beat on Davy by Discoveries and uh, she 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 done what she had to do at, at Nace. She was she was very much in control the whole way and she was good through the line. And um, yeah, no, I, I I think the world of her. I'm very much looking forward to, to riding her at some point. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure where she goes next, but, but um, yeah, she's uh, she's not she's not slow. Um, I think she she could be adaptable at trips, just the way her sister was. I mean, all full siblings can can often be chalk and cheese, but you obviously did ride minding a lot. You know, do you see any any similarities between them? Yeah, she she's she's a little bit smaller than minding, but the temperament's very similar and uh, movement's very much the same as well. Excellent. And another um, filly with an unbelievable pedigree is is Toy, um, who seems to be held in very high regard and um, got the job done the other day. Um, how do you assess her? Yeah, I, 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 I really like Toy. I, was, I couldn't believe she got beat at the cover um, of a seven. She she put that right by winning at Cork last weekend. Uh, I I think she'll be a lot better when she goes up to a mile, and I think she'll have no problem getting a bit further as well. She she's very straightforward, Billy, um, and. Uh, you know, I, think, I think she'll be making a mark in, at the highest level. Talking about riding full sisters and brothers, I was looking at it this morning. You've ridden seven full siblings to toy. Uh, they're all stakes horses. You've won group ones and three of them. Um, would you have enough information now? Would you consider toy typical for one of your social trillings? She's got an awful lot of ability. And, um, <laughs> and uh, she, she's very, very straightforward. 
and yeah, it's a pleasure to ride those fans. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we haven't seen the rest of her yet. I, I think she she has a exciting summer ahead. Excellent. Um, and a filly that, that Hayden mentioned on, on his media morning a few weeks ago that, that was quite interesting was history. Um, you rode her on her debut last year. She ended up winning her, her third start at Gorham Park. Um, and she's entered over seven furlongs in a couple of weeks at the at Curra. Um, would you have uh, much of a view on her? Yeah, um, she, she's always, Aiden's always really rated her and she's always worked very well. And um, I think she got beat by quite a smart filly the day I rode her. And then maybe she took another run as well and then eventually she won. But I, I expect an improvement from her this year. And um, yeah, I think she's... Uh, all being well, she should make up into a stakes filly for sure. Lovely, and, and another another filly with, with, with a hugely eye-catching pedigree is Only, who's the the first foal out of uh, Winter, who you won, who you won a few Group Ones on, and she's by Deep Impact. Um, thought she made a lovely debut at Leopardstown um, a couple of weeks ago when you were on board. Um, how did you assess that run? Yeah, she she travelled into the race really well, and I always thought she would pick up uh, Lullaby, but. Um, she just got a little bit tired inside the last furlong. She's um she's a tall, leggy filly. She will get better. She will strengthen up, and uh, I'm sure she'll come on for it. Lot of I had a good level of form, so it was it was probably a tough ask. Um, I think um she'll certainly improve on that form. Perfect. Come to Relly Chapel, Ryan. I, I thought she looked like a, a really nice filly winning on debut early last season. Um, she picked up, I think, some sort of a fracture in her second start. We saw her return in the 1000 Guineas trial at Leopardstown the other day. Looked disappointing on paper. Um, would, you, would you be forgiving of that? I, I, I would, yeah. Um, I thought she was a... She, she was like a, a motorbike the first day I rode her. She had unbelievable turn of foot and um, I planned to ride her uh, quietly at Leopardstown she went down beautifully and then whatever happened went to show the road and we kind of um, ended up falling out a little bit she got a bit upset and she, she popped out well I thought she was going to drop her head lovely and then unfortunately I was on the inside went to go forward kicked up gave her a bump and then she just didn't relax and didn't give herself a chance to finish. I, you know, it was a shame. It was a, it was a waste of a run for her. Um, but hopefully we didn't hurt her and it was hopefully getting her out, getting the freshness out, wouldn't have done her any harm. And yeah, I wouldn't lose faith in her. Yeah, would you be hopeful she'll get a mile or, or could she be one for sprint trips? Um, I, the way she relaxes at home, you'd think it wouldn't be a problem. She might be a bit different when she goes racing. I, I think we'd be happy to go seven again and, and take a view from there. Okay. And we, again, we won't let you escape without talking about some of the opposition in this division. Um, Inspiral is obviously one that's heading up most of the list for the 1,000 guineas. And you would have seen a bit of her last season. Um, how, how do you assess her? Yeah, look, she's obviously um, a fr- Franco Philly and she's, she's, uh, she's looked good on every start, really. Um, she's proven that she gets the trip very well she she possibly might be better when she goes beyond a mile um but yeah look she's she's won she won the Phillies mile which is always probably the best trial for the guineas or has been since it moved to Newmarket and um 
she she looks like she's um she's rock solid and you, you know what you're going to get with her and she's she's not going to be an easy filly to beat at all. Yeah, and just on, on the Irish side of the water, I suppose the, the most notable one perhaps at this stage seems to be Discoveries of Jessica Harrington, the one that the Moy Glare stakes. Um, what the part have you made of her? You you were you were behind her once, as you say, and, and you narrowly failed to beat her with Tuesday uh, back yep. last year. Yeah, no, look, obviously she improved from there and, and won the um won the Moy Glare. Um she she she's a good filly. She she's possibly got to find a bit of improvement with Inspiral, I think. And uh, you know, you have the other the other filly of um the the, the Moigler filly of Dermot Worlds, um mm, songs. Yeah, so she 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 was impressed. Yeah, there's some good good um good fiddies in Ireland, I think. Yeah, excellent. And um, we, we better move on to the two-year-olds, Ryan. Um, the Bally Doyle have made a, a quick start with their two-year-olds. They've had a few winners out already. Um, one that, that very much caught my eye was uh, Meditate. Uh, the fiddy, she, she was very impressive, winning a five-furlong maiden at the Curra. Um, did, were you impressed with her? Yeah, she's a, she's a quick learner and um, she was sharp out and she was always in control and she 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 was strong through the last furlong. I think she she'd get further as well. She, you know, she's a real typical early season two-year-old, good brain and, um, you know, fast and ready. So, yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's an exciting two-year-old. Yeah, I can only imagine you're seeing plenty of uh, known and nevers at the minute. Of course, this is a big year for him. The, these two-year-olds are his first uh, 100,000 euro crop. He got a big uplift there after his fast start at Stud. So, this is the first of, uh, I'd imagine, quite a few nice two-year-olds we'll be seeing by him. Yeah, there's there's a few more. Obviously, there's um, the horse that got touched off at the car, um Blackbeard. Was it his name? Or Little Big Bear. Little Big Little Big Bear. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, he he he's a really nice horse. Gutted he got beat on the day, you know. Um, but he he'll improve, and he that was over six. He, he's got plenty of speed. And uh, the the other horse won round Dundalk the night before, and uh, but there's there's a couple more. There's one out of How She Cutting, who's um, who's a nice horse, and uh, that's Aesop's Fable, that one. Yeah, he has an, he's a, has an entry this week, I think. And um, yeah, there's uh, there's, an, there's another one out of Alexandrova, I think, has an entry. Um, so yeah, they, they they look like they're they're showing the right signs anyway at the moment. Good. And there's quite one with quite an exciting pedigree declared to run tomorrow that you ride uh, the Antarctic um, full brother to Patash uh, cost 750,000 guineas. He, he must be an exciting one. Yeah, no, he's, um, he's, he's a bit different. Uh, it's, it'd be nice to get him, get him out on the track and um, be hopeful that he'd make a good start and, um, you know, all, all being well, potential to, to, to make into a, a very good two-year-old and obviously being a full brother to Batash, um, he's, uh, he could be important. Uh, Batash was scouted and uh, this fella, you know, let, let's hope he has uh, some similar level of ability to him and uh, if he'd be, that'd be very exciting if he was anywhere near his brother. Uh, don't be too upset if he gets beaten now, Ryan. These dark angels, they always, uh, I always find that his stats first time out are actually quite poor. I think mentally they always seem to um, jump run to run. So don't be too upset if he's beaten, but by all means, go and win if you can. 
interesting. <laughs> and in general, around with the two-year-olds, I suppose, like we say, we've had a kind spring. Um, it's probably been a, a, a nice time to be preparing them. Like as a bunch, they, they seem quite forward. Would that be fair to say? Um, yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, we, we didn't run any of the first couple of weeks, but the ones that have, uh, have ran, they've all, they've all ran very well. Um, so, yeah, look, hopefully that will continue. Um, I'm sure the race will get stronger, but uh, I, think, I think we're in good shape at the moment. Excellent. We won't hold you up too much longer, Ryan, but we better have a whisk through some of the, the older horses. Uh, maybe maybe a smaller team than usual from Ballydoyle in that division, but um, Mother Earth, I suppose, is, is a lovely filly to have heading up the way. She was such a wonderful campaign last season and a, and a winning start already this term. Yeah, um, very tough filly, high class. She won two group ones and so lucky not to win more. And uh, she... Um, she was probably only just ready to start at the cover, but she won anyway. Um, beat, a, beat a solid horse of William McCreary's. And um, I, I suppose she's got into the lockage. Um, you know, I don't know if Baid's running there. He's, he's obviously a high-class horse, be hard to beat, but I'm sure um, she, she never ran a bad race. I'm sure she'll be competitive and hopefully she'll have another, another big day in this year. And I would, just the last one I want to ask you about, Ryan, is he's, he's a little bit of a sneaky one, but I'm hoping he might develop into a smart stayer perhaps this year, is, is Kiprios um, in the Moiglair stud silks. The last time we see we saw him, he was scrambling under the stalls of Royal Ascot prior to being, with, being withdrawn, but I thought he had the, the makings of a potentially nice stayer. Yeah, he's he won first time out of two, and then we took him to the Zetland, and he was a disappointing that day, never travelled, and then... I think he won his first start at three at Cork, maybe. And um, then I rode him at Lingfield and he was a bit disappointing that day. But, you know, he's, he's certainly, a couple of times he's, when he's won, he's, he's sort of won by well, doing well, the race not really working out and doing a few things wrong and got up to win. Usually that's a, a good sign. And, um, yeah, he, he, could, he could have makes of a nice day. Um, he is, he, is, he is a lovely horse and um, hopefully he can start putting it together now. Yeah, sure. I suppose being a full brother to Search for a Song and Falcon 8, you know, he certainly bred to get better with a bit of age and a bit of distance in front of him. Uh, absolutely. You know, Eddie, you know, would, would certainly indicate that, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Ryan, we won't hold you up any longer. Thanks as always for your time. I know it's a, a busy time, but a very exciting time. And uh, I'm sure I speak for all of um, our listeners. I'm wishing you the very best for the, the weeks ahead and indeed the season ahead. Thanks very much, Kevin. Thank you. All the best. <laughs> <laughs>